Disney stock has been crushed in recent months, and I cannot understand why it's such a great business. Okay, actually, I can't understand because the market in general has been going down, and people just, yeah, Wall Street is just kind of stupid sometimes and looks at short-term things like quarterly earnings instead of the long-term aspects of a business. But I think Disney stock is going to double. I'm going to tell you why right now. Now we can see here from the stock chart that Disney has indeed been crushed this year. I mean, just look at this. From the top of 2021, they hit their peak in March of 2021 at almost $200 per share. That price has been cut nearly in half to now $106 per share as I'm recording this in the fall of 2022. So we see that really over a very long period of time. Disney has been an incredible investment. I mean, just look at this chart. We can see that Disney has had a lot of prosperity over the years, but it's been cut recently because while well, the general market is down and also there's a lot of changes going on in the business. This is a business that was hit very hard because of the pandemic. Theme parks were closed for years, basically, or not even fully open. And the other aspects of Disney's business, which is their media business, has been undergoing a lot of transformation. Things like ESPN and their cable networks, these were the cash cows of the 1990s and early 2000s, but now those businesses are really kind of dying off and media is moving more into an on-demand type of space. So for example, streaming services, and Disney owns ESPN+. Disney has a controlling stake in Hulu, and they also, of course, own Disney Plus. And that's what I want to talk to you a little bit about today, because I think that this in combination with Disney's other assets is what is going to propel their stock price forward and ultimately double it over time. All right, here's Disney's latest annual report. This is the 2021 annual report. And I want to point out something here. I'm at the section sort of near the beginning of the annual report where they're breaking down the different segments of Disney's business. And one thing that we can look at here is the revenues and the profits for the different segments of the business. So one thing we see over the last couple of years, Disney's parks, experiences, and products, they have been going down still a little bit. They're still being affected by COVID. There's still certain restrictions. So that side of the business isn't really growing very well. They only have about $16 billion in revenue last year from that segment. But their media and entertainment and distribution business has been growing. They have over $50 billion in revenue in that segment as of last year. So, okay, that's good. But then as far as the operating income, we see that the media segment has been pretty profitable and the parks and experiences has not been nearly as profitable. I mean, they're making only a fraction, not even a tenth of the money that they're making from the media side of the business as they are from the park side of the business. And I think, frankly, that's just still the after effects of COVID that are still hindering this business from really taking off and getting back to its former glory. Now, looking back down further, they break down the revenues and the, and the profits from a different perspective. So they have linear networks. So those are their cable networks. So things like ESPN, ABC, and we see that these are still cash cows for this business. I mean, they're still making lots of money. They're still making $8.4 billion from their linear networks in 2021, which is great. But we see that this is declining in recent, in recent history. So that's something that we need to watch. And that's why Disney has been aggressively converting their business model 
to a business model focused on streaming. And we can see that that's been working here right below that line, direct to consumer. What do we see now in the revenue in 2020 was 10 and a half billion dollars. So already pretty strong there from, I think it was 2017 when they launched Disney plus. So three years later, they've got 10 and a half million in revenue from their direct to consumer brands. Now in 2021, what happened? That revenue jumped up to $16.3 billion. That's 55% growth of revenue in their direct to consumer business. So something is working. They're successfully shifting from linear networks over to direct to consumer. But is it profitable? Well, if we look further down, no, not yet. So in 2020, they lost almost $3 billion in their direct to consumer segment. But in 2021, that loss was only $1.6 billion. So they're narrowing the gap, right? So Disney Plus isn't profitable quite yet, but it's it's trending toward profitable. And I believe within the next two to three years, three for sure, Disney Plus will indeed be profitable and will be generating cash for the business as opposed to just taking cash from it. And I want to point this section of the annual report out to you because I think it's indicative of what Disney is really doing. They're undergoing this transformation from the way that they tell stories. Disney has always been this great storytelling company that has been able to use intellectual property to sell these stories over and over and over again and make tons of money. But they're doing things in a different way because technology is shifting. And they've known about this for many years, even before Disney Plus was launched. They started making plans for the streaming service because they saw where the world was going. And now that Disney Plus has been out for a few years, we have some data that actually points to the growth. We can see that it's actually a working strategy. And so that is going to carry the business going forward. So one thing I want to point out before we look at the valuation is some of the numbers from the more distant past. Because if we look at Disney's business, not just during the pandemic, but a few years before, we can see the powerhouse that this business really is. So if we look first at, I'm here at the ticker terminal, and if we first look at the years 2017 and 2018, look at the net income from this business. This is a business that brought in almost $9 billion in 2017 and over $12.5 billion in 2018. So this is substantial profit. And if we fast forward to today, 2022, they're only expected to bring in around $3 billion in profit. So this is a far cry from what this business has done in the past. Now, the question we have to ask ourselves is, is this a temporary condition or a permanent condition? And my assertion would be that this is temporary. The business is transforming itself. The pandemic had the business falling on hard times for a while, but things will get back, I believe, to where they were at pre-pandemic. And let's look at the earnings per share real quick. If we look at diluted earnings per share in 2018, look at this. Diluted earnings per share was $8.36, <laughs> which was incredible. Compare that to today, they're only making around $1.50 or so per share in profits. So that will inform how we look at the valuation. So I have a very quick and dirty valuation model pulled up for Disney right here. And I just want to show you how easy it can be to just come up with some long-term estimates for a business based off of earnings per share and valuation multiple alone. Those are really the only two pieces of data that you need to come up with like a very rough estimate for where you think a stock price will be in the future. So this is what we have here. Look at the year 2020 and 2021. Disney was losing money 
we they lost a dollar and fifty seven cents per share in 2020 2021 that was up in the positive a dollar and 11 cents and then this year in 2022 they're expected to make nearly four dollars per share in profit so they're definitely on the up and up we can see that but look at the changes in stock price in 2020 the stock was punished because of the covid pandemic hundred dollars per share then they had this huge rally up to $178 per share. And now guess what? We're back down to nearly $100 yet again. Now, if we look at the price to earnings ratio at this time, they're trading at a price to earnings ratio of around 27, which is kind of high, right? But that's because the market does expect Disney to grow its earnings materially from here. So they expect decent growth. Now, here's why I say I think the stock is going to double. If we look at the earnings per share, and we put in some assumptions. Let's say that we expect 10% growth over the next several years. Now this gives us $10.22 by 2032. So that's actually not unreasonable considering we know in 2018, the earnings per share was actually over $8 per share. So it's very conceivable that they'll get back to that point and then surpass it. And they, it may not even take 10 years for them to do that. And then let's say an expected price earnings ratio of 20. That's, I think, a reasonable multiple for a mature business like this. If we put that in, we get an ending price of $204 per share, which over a 10-year period is nearly a 14% annual rate of return. So that's really good. So I think that Disney is actually attractive at these prices. And if things get even better, let's say that Disney Plus is even more profitable than expected. Maybe your growth rate goes up a little bit, you make even more money. Or let's look at a pessimistic case, let's say that growth is only 7% annually. Well, that's okay, you'll still have decent returns from this business, even in a pessimistic case. But personally, I think what's most likely is Disney is gonna grow somewhere around 10% annually, maybe a little bit higher than that, because they're making this transition to a more scalable business model with Disney+. Plus. And of course, the parks and resorts will be in full swing, I think, definitely by next year, assuming the pandemic ends for real, <laughs> which you never really know if it's going to end for real, right? But wishful thinking, I guess. So that's my thoughts on Disney. And I think that the stock price will indeed double over a period of years because the company is successfully transitioning to this streaming business model.